Cause we got the alternative energy Molecular free autonomy And welcome to the Radioactive Show Produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne And heard nationally on the Community Radio Network Welcome to the Radioactive Show, I'm Michaela And with the comment period on the National Nuclear Waste Dump site nominations closing in just one month's time on March the 5th, this week we'll be continuing looking into the site assessment process. And as regular listeners of the show would know, we have had over 20 years now of a deeply flawed federal government approach which has been based on imposing a nuclear waste dump on remote Aboriginal communities and due to those amazingly strong and successful campaigns they have failed to do that. Well last year they said they were going to start a new process that was based on community consultation and community consent and this began with a period where they opened up around Australia for nominations of sites. They announced six sites to be explored further. However, no surprises that the current process is also deeply flawed. All nominations have been strongly contested. Making the news over the last week was the Hill End site near Bathurst, which has been reported in some cases to be as good as ruled out. But we're going to speak uh, with Jodie Carter today from the local community campaign just to get a bit more clarity around that and hear about an update from what's happening there where the community opposition has really gone from strength to strength. Then we'll hear from Dr. Hilary Tyler from Alice Springs, longtime nuclear free campaigner, and she's going to report back on an amazing trip that she's done over the summer where she went to visit all six sites and they were recording audio and video. And you can look forward to hearing that podcast coming up in the next little while on the Radioactive Show. We'll have a little bit of a chat to her about how that trip went. First, Jodie Carter. Firstly, could you just introduce yourself and tell us how you got involved in the campaign against the nomination of the site at Hill End? I'm Jodie Carter. I'm the community contact for the No Central West nuclear waste dump um, Facebook um, group and committee. We basically heard about it on the 13th of November. Um, I heard about it via social media. Um, I then looked on um, the internet to find out if it was true and we found out that the first meeting was being held. Um, That first meeting was um, conducted from Nat Wosley from Beyond Nuclear Initiative and Senator Lee Rhiannon from the Greens. Um, we attended that meeting at Hill End and um, basically day one I put up my hand for a behind-the-scenes position um, to do the admin and social media primarily um, to help the committee promote meetings and um, to get support to go to meetings. So um, basically being since day one of the first meeting that I've been on board. Mm, fantastic. And the community opposition has really grown and been really strong. And recently you had a council meeting where 
the mayor came out and councillors in opposition? What actually happened was that we had a meeting on the 30th of January at Hill End and the government representatives came out um, and there was like standing room only at that meeting so there was a large turnout of people. They were really angry and anxious about the process so far. We had a lot of new faces at that meeting because um, all other meetings had been held on weekdays and there was strong sentiment within the community that people that worked, etc., were missing out on this process. So we consulted with the government and said we really need a Saturday meeting and after a lot of um, toing and froing, they agreed. So um, at that meeting, our federal minister, John Cobb, was there. Um, up until that meeting, he'd been to one other and he wouldn't give the community any support whatsoever. But a motion was put to um, Minister Cobb to go back to Parliament and inform Minister Frydenberg that the community was 100% opposed to the waste dump. And um, Bruce Wilson from the Department of Resources informed the community that if the community doesn't want the waste dump, it wouldn't build it at Hill End. So um, apparently yesterday, according to local news sources, Minister Cobb actually went to the sitting at Parliament and without preparation told Minister Frydenberg in Parliament that the, exactly that, that the, the community is 100% against it and that we want to be removed from off the list. But it still continues that they're not listening. We've got to run the race until the March 11, 2016 cut-off and, um, and still remain. And, you know, if they're saying that if the community doesn't want it, the community doesn't have to have it, they're contradicting themselves because we've told them now. So, therefore... It should stop now. We shouldn't have to go through this process and keep it going yet for another month and a half. In terms of the council meeting, Mayor Councillor Rush had a mayoral minute on the agenda as a result of Robert Rayner's visit to council prior to Christmas as our committee spokesperson. Uh, several of us got up to speak during question time and when it was my turn, I implored the councillors to support the community in opposing the waste dump. The mayor then made his recommendation that the council oppose it and not support it, and then there was a further recommendation that the council implore the minister to remove Hillend immediately from the six proposed sites. Mm. Now, what was interesting at this meeting is that none of the sites with people that I've spoken to so far from the other sites have been able to get the definition of what community actually means. Now, our mayor last night said that Community means, according to their consultation with the government, the residents affected plus the broader community. But it also included representatives such as councils. So I think that's really important to take back to Northern Territory, South Australia and um, the Queensland sites and say you, you really need to work on this definition of community and, um, you, you know, actually consult with representatives outside just individual um, residents in the community. What then ended up happening was that the Mayor acknowledged that the community was overwhelmingly opposed to the waste dump and he was dismayed in the process so far, which he said could have been handled a lot better, which, you know, he got amazing amount of applause. He said it was unacceptable and not prudent to engage the community in such a way and he was dismayed in the process and he believed the community had spoken loud and clear. He then called on the councillors and they passed the motion and it was 100% opposed to the waste dump. 
then one of the councillors asked for an amendment to support all councils within affected areas with all the proposed sites. He said, as not only do we not want it here, nor do they. And then another amendment was to inquire about Bathurst becoming a nuclear-free zone because Orange Councils and the Blue Mountains actually are. What they were actually saying is that it's highly likely that this process is going to fail again like Muckety Station and that the government may have to start this all over again. So we don't want another landowner somewhere within our community, you know, maybe out at Rockley or Trunky Creek or Robron or somewhere, put up their hand in this ridiculous process and say, yes, we'll have it here, and we start this all over again. So, you know, that's where it's come to in terms of community meeting and council meeting. I couldn't wipe the smile from off my face last night in terms of the council supporting it, because at the moment... We've got Bathurst Council on board, we've got Mudgee Council on board, Orange is still to make a decision, and we've got a meeting um, at Lisco Council next Monday night, I've just been informed. So, you know, we're hoping to get them on board too because we'll obviously have to come through Lisco from Lucas Heights. Yeah, yeah. That sounds fantastic. It's great to hear that it's all been going so well. Yeah, we're... We're campaigning hard. It's an election year. Um, like I said before, we've had the support since basically day one from the Greens Senator, Lee Rhiannon, and um, we've recently had support from our local independent member, Rod Bloomfield. Um, so at the moment, we're continuing to fight this until we're removed from the six sites because as far as we're concerned, it's not over because the government won't take us off the list. Um, if they do take us off the list, we'll support the other communities that remain because we're not opposing this to pass it on to them. And we're afraid that they might be getting a different message, but that's not the case. We don't... We just think the whole process is flawed and um, and we just want to be supporting each other because we fear that the way that the government is handling this is that they're dividing and conquering and splitting us all up into postcodes and putting us off against one another. So in terms of our campaign itself, we've got an online petition through our Facebook page, which is a change.org petition, and we've got a strongly written petition, which we plan to table in the Senate, and we're hoping that either Scott Ludlam or Senator Lee Rhiannon can take this to the Senate. Um, at the moment, we've got Senator Rhiannon, who was speaking on behalf of the media release um, in Parliament. And in terms of the process, as far as we're concerned, it's gloves on. Um, we'll continue to campaign and fundraise because it's an expensive campaign for a few individuals to, to pick up all these costs, such as telephone calls, etc. And we're engaging media via, you know, radio, TV and the paper, but... Social media has just been amazing. Like There's 3,300 likes on our Facebook page already and well over 3,000-odd signatures on our online petition. Mm. So, um, you know, it's, it's far from over and we're, we're getting good press through it, like our local papers and some of the, um, you know, national news has been picking up on it, but um, long, still a month and a half away. Just can't be complacent on it. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Radioactive Show today. Oh, thanks so much, Michaela.
This is the Radioactive Show, recorded in the studios of 3CR in Melbourne and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. And that was Jodie Carter, Bathurst resident and coordinator for the No Central West Nuclear Waste Dump Group. And if you just search for that, No Central West Nuclear Waste Dump on Facebook, you can find their group there and follow uh, what's happening in that area. Now we'll go to Hilary Tyler. She's based in Alice Springs and she has just returned from a trip to visit the sites, link up with people and document what's happening there. And we'll be hearing some of those recordings in coming radioactive shows. But to begin with, we'll just hear a little bit from her now about how that trip went and some of the things she learnt. So as you know, uh, the Arago Date Farm, which is 70 kilometres south of Alice Springs on a dirt road, is one of the proposed sites. And one of the sets of neighbours, uh, the Rothignols, have a organic date farm and it's their homeland and um, they can speak to that country and the surrounding country. And they've been really active about in the campaign. And so... It's sort of like they've got a campaign group and there's a town campaign group and we all came together at, um, on Tuesday night talking about where, what we're doing, what they're doing, how we're working together, what support we can give each other. So that's really amazing. But they've just put out, and I don't know if you've seen it, a, um, a video on Karma, um, which is uh, just talks about, has some of them on it talking about their concerns for it. Warren H. Williams has just written a song for them. Mm. Uh, and the last thing that we were talking about and uh, on Tuesday night was we're going to have a, uh, a rally and rock concert right on the border of the date farm in a few weeks. So that's all that stuff. And then in town what we're going to be doing is um, having another public meeting, um, going to the market, uh, and probably having a march rally in town as well, but we have yet to um, organise that because there's a few like, logistics around there. So, like, who's happening? What's letter writing? We've got petitions going. Um, and there seems to be, like, a lot of support for the campaign. Uh, we had a public meeting just before Christmas where more than 100 people came. So there's good support uh, for the campaign against the dump site, because the, the concerns are the same as the concerns everywhere, water and process, the health of the community, transport, all of that stuff. Mm. And you've just recently done some travelling to visit folks at all the different proposed sites. Tell us about that trip. It was amazing. It was like like thousands and thousands of kilometres in the car, but it was such a, a privilege, such an honour to not only meet some amazing people who are working on these campaigns, but also see the beauty of the places that are being threatened. Uh, I wouldn't have got to see those places otherwise. Like there's one, like at Wallabadina, uh, there's a, um, a sacred spring which is right next to that property and is fed from the property and runs, the river runs through the property. 
which is like this permanent running water in the middle of the desert, which is so sacred, which is it's so beautiful. When we got there, there were eagles and galahs and emus and kangaroos and finches, all just like scattered when we came over this crest, like a, an incredible oasis of life in the middle of the desert. It was so beautiful to go and see there. But yeah, so people there are really, um, really concerned about the water, obviously, the contamination of the aquifer that that spring comes from and the runoff of the water and the, and the river that runs through that property. And like, that's one of the things that we found when we went around is like there are just these common things like, like water. So in Alice Springs, the site sits on top of two of the major aquifers. One of the aquifers, the Marini Aquifer, feeds the whole of Alice Springs. Know, water supply. In Kimber, they're arid farmers and they rely on surface runoff water and they're really worried about contamination. In Hilly End, it sits on the side of the Great Dividing Range and the, the water runoff on these, this really steep, hilly property runs straight down in the Turon River. And in Queensland, it also the property is right on the Bennett Gully, which is like runs through that property, that runs straight down into the Amanama Dam, which is the town water supply, and from there runs into the Murray-Darling Basin. So that's one example of a theme that it just runs all the way through. Speaking to people at various sites on this show, it sounds like there are some strong themes that tie all the sites together, and one of them is the fact that they're prone to flooding. Um yep. And it seems like people at the sites are already getting really well informed. Totally. The other thing I've heard from people is that the government representatives that have come out to speak to them really don't have the answers to their questions, which are about the technical aspects of the, the plans for the waste dump and safety issues and so on. Totally. Everyone we talk to is so disappointed and actually quite angry about the process, both in all of its aspects, not only, as you say, the ability of the government to answer any of their questions, which the, the government officials who have come out to all the communities have not been able to answer the questions of, like, they've got these starry-eyed sort of delusions of safety and don't even want to talk about any safety issues because they say it's completely safe. But also the process of nomination, how it was so fraught, how it was like freehold um, owners nominating their own land without any consultation of the communities around them, without any sort of assessment of suitability, both from community, geological, geographical components. Like none of that was done to get these six sites. Like they haven't done any of that process and people are really, really worried and it's causing distress in the community, it's causing anxiety in the community already. And this is before we've even got the next set of shortlists. It's, it's, yeah, people are incredibly concerned about that because I think also like many people who have become involved haven't been so sort of... Um, I suppose a lot of people who have become involved are quite shocked that the government isn't listening to them, that the government is lying to them. And this, for some people, it's a bit of a new 
experience and um, and yeah, people are really shocked about it. Mm. And were you able to share knowledge from your experience as a doctor and having been involved for a very long time in the anti-nuclear campaign? For sure. And, I mean, that is obviously a big concern for people, you know, especially with the risk of, of contamination. One of the reasons that we wanted to go was to share information ourselves, but also to link up um, the different communities. And because everyone does see it as a national issue and not just, like, not wanting it in their backyard. So it was really good to be able to share a whole lot of those sort of actual facts around health and concerns. Excellent. And so you are uh, making uh, audio yep. podcasts or doing some filming or documenting? Yeah, so we um, took uh, quite a lot of footage, both just audio and on video. And we're at the moment in the process of getting it together, um, first off just as a podcast and then maybe as a video piece next and wanting to write a little bit about it too. just Because to, actually I think we're the only people who have gone to all six sites. So um, that's sort of vaguely interesting. And uh, and for us, what were the interesting things that came out of it was talking directly to people and was all the, the common things. But, you know, all the different sites now have, like, linked up and have got their own, so they are having phone link-ups amongst themselves. So everybody's sharing resources and information um, anyway and... That's one of the really cool things I think about this, these disparate sites across the country is how everybody's working together and is seeing it as a national issue. Mm. And I suppose that the thing is like those, the things that people are concerned about, you know, are those things like that everybody and all the sites are concerned about. So we, we talked about the water, we talked a bit about the health, we talked about the dodgy practice, but there's also the issues of um, of transport, so many of those sites are really inappropriate in the long distances or the really sort of bad roads that um, radioactive waste would have to be transported. And and I suppose all of those things um, come under the issue as well, don't they, of contamination, which is obviously the overarching, ever-present concern that's being denied that there's any possibility of. Well, that's all for today for the Radioactive Show. Thanks for tuning in. And thanks so much to Dr. Hilary Tyler and Jodie Carter for joining us on the show today. In my next show, I'll be speaking with people from the Northern Territory nominated site. But in the meantime, you can find out more and follow what's happening there by going on Facebook to the Central Australia Nuclear Free Alliance page. And they've just created a new website don'twastetheterritory.com and Karma has just made short film about that site 
and speaking with the family out there. So check that out on Karma and we'll provide links for that on our Facebook page. The Radioactive Show was produced in the studios of 3CR in Collingwood, Victoria on the stolen lands of the Kulin Nations for which sovereignty was never ceded. The show is broadcast nationally through the Community Radio Network. If you'd like to listen to our introduction to what's coming up in 2016 show or the fantastic two-part special on the state of play with nuclear weapons, you can find the podcast of those shows at 3cr.org.au backslash radioactive. Well, see you again next week and we'll go out with Boro Banton's Clean Air, Clean Country.